welcome to another spooktacular episode of One Shot. I'm James Dumato, your host and game master. We're continuing our most hallowed of ween episodes with more inspectors. Normally I'd take time to read announcements, but instead I'll send you right to the show. <laughs> Let's get if you're a spirit out there trying to spook or to scare, they'll say, don't you fucking dare. Spirit Snatchers! Cause these three tasty cakes are here to do what it takes with fucking bladders and snakes. Spirit Snatchers! They're tried and true professionals with an excellent rep, although to the untrained eye they could seem super inept. But if you hire the Snatchers for a modest amount, you get a doctor, a magician, and a guy who can count. Well, kind of. So if your nerves are all Cause you've been haunted or attacked Well then who you gonna contact? Spirit Snatchers Suppers Spirit Snatchers Backpacker Spirit Snatchers Hammer Let's get Snatchin' Let's get Snatchin' Snatchin' Mm-hmm on the plane we'll explain all the things that you have to say in unison cool that'd be great that'd be great yeah yeah we enter kind of a map view and we can see the the dotted line from venezuela to florida as the spirit snatchers ghost plane flies them Uh, what was the interior of this private jet look like i think uh, alex i think you're transportation aren't you yeah that's right oh oh yeah that's right so what are you looking for here just the interior yeah, so so I think your transportation. So Johnny, why don't you take it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not in the plane. I'm using my uh, <laughs> my skateboard right alongside. I'm sketch. I'm sketching the plane. The plane. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking rules. What, what can you say? This is a plane that I have. You know. Due to my connections to the DNC, it's a, it's Howard Dean's old campaign plane. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like kind of, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we haven't really cleaned it since then. It hasn't really been touched much. So it's kind of spooky, you know, how qu- how quickly something good can die, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it, it's, it's haunted by the ghost of that uh, old campaign. Uh, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, this is one of the first completely crowdfunded private jets. <laughs> <laughs> He siphoned millions of individual donor donations into this private jet. Yeah, and I don't know if if you know this, like once they've painted a jet, it stays that way. They have to destroy the entire jet mm-hmm. and start over. So this has Howard yeah. Dean's face just emblazoned on the front of it. On the very front where like the nose of the plane is, it's Howard Dean's open mouth and it's him doing his Howard Dean scream <laughs> uh, <laughs> down the side of the plane. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, that's that's the sound that the engines make as the plane passes by. This episode is so much more political than any of the other. <laughs> that's ones. the that's that's the year, man. It's the it's we're steeped in it. I'm sorry, Dugan. Are you afraid to get political in 2016? Let me dive in. <laughs> <laughs> The Cubs just won, baby. I'm invincible <laughs> for these next nine days. So th- this plane kind of monitors all of the information that the spirit snatchers have access to across their worldwide network of snatching. One of the problems we've been dealing with is although there haven't been ghosts spotted frequently in the past 
several years, the spoopometer on the plane has been like going off like crazy. Mm -hmm. Like the, the background spoopiness that you've been seeing has, has just been increasing in the last several years. Well, I mean, I could fly the plane if you want me to. Is he talking to himself? Who's he talking to? Is he talking to me? Should I come inside? <laughs> oh, I'm not the one we trust to fly the plane. Oh yeah, he's talking he's to himself. <laughs> I'm gonna go right back to sleep. Okay, should I? Should I for old flex? I'll stay out here, but if you need me, just wave. I can take the stick. I think you should take the stick. I mean, if no one else is gonna do it, if there's nobody else flying this plane, I could do it. Yeah, the, the warnings of the plane like are going out of control as it's dropping out of the skies and it's just being piloted by no one right I'm now. I'm just saying, it, it's not as hard as everybody makes it out to be. <laughs> Crackbacker is saying this as he's being bounced around the inside of the cabin of this plane that is just free falling out of the sky. It's just following, it's basically making a cake. It's You have a recipe and you follow the instructions and then you're flying a plane. If you can make a cake, you can fly a plane. And have I made a cake? I made one for my good friend, Spaceman Hotep the Fourth's birthday. The plane is somehow now falling tail first towards the <laughs> ground. Everyone has been like smashed up by the force of the falling through the pilot cabin into basically the front window of the plane, which is looking up at the sky. Well, I don't I don't want to show off. Where are we in the journey at this point? You are right above Mar-a-Lago at this point, because we did do the whole line getting there. So if there is literally nobody else that wants to fly the plane, I can give it a shot. Anyone remember what the name of the ghost that lived in our other plane was called? I know James did the voice for it, <laughs> but it was like old timey, but I don't remember what the name of that ghost we was. We did. Uh, Amelia Earhart was a player at that point. Mm-hmm. No, no, remember what happened oh, to her is we, we sent, sent her, her back, back to, to hell. hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia Earhart, probably not the person you want flying your crashing plane anyway. Yeah. I, I just kind of reached down and I hit the autopilot button. Dugan, make a technology roll. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. We need you to come through on this one, Dugan. And that's five die, right? That's five dice. How, how the hell does this game work? Highest, highest die. Yeah, six, baby. All right. So you get your first mystery dice. These are the dice that you need to solve the ultimate overall mystery that you're facing right now. And because you rolled a six, you get two. Hell yeah. That also denotes like kind of the quality of the autopilot. And as we've established, this is a ghost plane. It's powered by ghosts. The autopilot is a ghost. So I think it's most appropriate that the ghost of Sully Sullenberger sort of grabs the controls of your plane exactly who you want in this situation. We and we killed him for this purpose. Yeah. Well, he volunteered. He volunteered. Mark killed him. Yeah, uh, it was one of his. It was one of his DMC Black Ops missions. <laughs> Soli was taking up too much headline space, and they needed to get Hillary's numbers up, so <laughs> they had Mark kill Soli. And Soli's mysterious murder just fell right out of the headlines. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Clint Eastwood's movie about him did nothing. Yeah, nobody uh -huh. cared about it. Didn't boost it. It just had a different yeah. ending. 
Tom Hanks still played him. The plane writes itself and you come in for what is a pretty smooth landing onto the Mar-a-Lago Resort. And in front of the spooky swamp, which surrounds the mansion that is in the middle of the resort, but not officially affiliated with it. Well, I mean, we should uh, we, we should grab our instruments. Yeah, before we leave the plane, you're going to want to come with me. Which one of us is he talking to? All four. Should I come in? No, you stay there. I hit a button and like the cargo door of the back of the plane like comes down. Flex goes to the, there's like a, he has a big key from around his neck that he takes, you know, from like a chain hanging around his neck, goes and unlocks a door on the whole of the plane. And I usher everyone in. And as you get in there, there is a tiered high school, like practice band room, <laughs> you know, with like all of the, the different levels to it, just full of all of like the instruments that you would find in a marching band. Boys, let's get snatching. And I go to the percussion section, and, and I grab... You you seem like a quads guy. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Quads, yes. <laughs> I grab those, and, and I also grab a, a set of cymbals and a gong. Yeah, so, like, we, we see you, like, strapping in the cymbals to your sides and whatever quads would be. Yeah, at the end, I kind of look like Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins, where I'm, like, a one-man band. Uh, I've got like the the symbols are, are on my knees. I got a huge drum strapped to my back, and, and like everything kind of kind of operates as I move my arms and legs. What what about Alex? Yeah, what, what about? I grab the sousaphone, and and try to like I have to put it around my body, and it's very very hard to do because I'm very thick. <laughs> Both Dylan and Flex spring into action because we do this every time. And so I have my hands up like this and they just sort of jump up and then just use their body weight and everybody just sort of stares dead-eyed while it slides really, really slow until it wraps around my waist. That's great. That's great. What about Flex? Flex heads over and picks up the uh, triangulator, which is a triangle. He'll need that to discover the ghost location. He also opens up a case and very carefully takes out his French horn, the horn that makes ghosts horny. Don't get that confused with the one that makes them French. Yes. <laughs> That's the English horn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. He, he grabs those two uh, things and then he uh, starts to walk out, thinks about it, heads back over, opens up a drawer, takes out his pistol. Puts his pistol in his belt, opens up another drawer. This drawer is just full of cell phones, like <laughs> full, like burner cell phones. Grabs a handful of cell phones, sticks it in his pocket, goes in for a second handful, sticks it in his pocket, and then walks out. Great. And I, I want to know, what about Spaceman Hotep the Fourth? Trombone all day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We went full percussion and brass. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a serious haunting. That's what that's you a, need. That's all you need, baby. You see a section for the woodwinds that is like, it's labeled like minor hauntings. And all, they're, they're all like in disrepair and shit. Like no one, is, we haven't used a flute in forever. No, nah, dude, this is marching band haunting. Nobody's got time for strings. You exit the plane. 
just sort of panning over the group as they are decked out in their marching band instruments. And you can see in front of you the dismal gray clouds kind of hanging over this swamp with like a soft crack of thunder in the background. As we approach the house, I take out the uh, triangulator and I like strike it on the side and the way that the triangulator works is it's going to use its uh, sonic vibrations to do a quick ghost scan of the surrounding areas and triangulate me the location of any nearby uh, spirits or spiritual energy i'm absolutely happy to roll for this Yeah, please please make a technology roll for this absolutely i roll one die and i roll a six wow <laughs> hell yeah i have i have one point of technology fully expecting that to go really bad this gets you another two mystery dice. You you are speeding through this one. So you ting and like there's this view that we enter where we can see the sound waves echo throughout this swamp and kind of sweep over the landscape and then reverberate back to the triangle, which kind of floats out of your hand and starts spinning in the air. Uh, can, can, I, can, I, uh, can I say what? Yeah, you are supposed to say what happens. So what I would love to do is I would love to be holding this like you know metal triangle in my hand, ting it. It does that, and then I like take take both hands on both uh, of the top parts of the triangle and then crack it. And then as I'm like uh, like crack it so it separates, but it looks like it's actually supposed to separate. And I keep cracking it out until it forms this like large view screen, and then like it spans and like that I'm holding this like basically digital map. And then we all look at the digital map as as it's mapping out the area around the uh, around the this thing i forgot the most one of the more unhinged things about this game is when you roll successes you actually establish what happens and i only establish what happens when you roll failures nice nice so yeah the sonar has it's like it's it's three-dimensional mapping you know it, it goes it goes it goes up to 100 feet below the ground and up to a mile in the air so it's like a very comprehensive we can like spin it and enhance it and like look below or look above but it's a very comprehensive layout of this place we see quest markers yeah, yeah. There's, quest, there's points of interest there's question marks all over the map there's yelp reviews for nearby areas I go to the map filters and I turn off anything that's just for achievements. Like, I don't want to find any, like, we don't care about cosmetics. We don't care about skins. We don't care about anything that we'd have to just, just like collect. Yeah, we're not doing any of that stuff. Can you show me the elevation? I need to see the elevation. Oh, yeah. I click the elevation button as well. A little U2 plays. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I loved this song 10 years ago. <laughs> what do we what do we see on the map? Yeah, what do we see? So, you see that there is most definitely spiritual energy radiating out of this mansion. The thing that puzzles you is you don't see any individual ghosts. It's almost like like the whole area is is just covered in ectoplasm but you don't see any ectoplasm it, it's very strange uh and uh horsebush isn't here right horsebush is not horsebush got black bagged back in venezuela <laughs> that's there right. is a 50 50 chance whether he's gonna make it out of there at all that's right that's right okay okay on the quads i uh i play like a 
which if there are ghosts nearby, it should elicit a response from them. I'll, I'll need a technology roll for that. You fucking got it. Uh, I got a five. A five. Okay. That will get you one mystery dice. So describe the result. What what do you, what comes back to you? Okay. So as I'm playing it, I'm like, and then I hear a, and then I, and then I turn and I'm like, oh, we're fucked. What do you mean? We're absolutely, we are in it to our necks on this one. You you told us no additional information. What is happening to us right now is we are in the muck. Okay, again, you're just kind of saying the same thing in different ways. This is where I wanted it to be, and this is where it's at. <laughs> but what's it? I don't even know it anymore. Like, ideally, we could be down here. I would say I could handle it right around here, but we're up here. In regards to what? <sighs> Guys, this might be the one that breaks us. Again? What are you talking about? I mean, I could, I could fly the plane back if you need me to. We don't know if we need you to. I don't like it. I have said before that I've had a bad feeling about things. Boy, I got a big bad. A big bad what? Big bad feeling. Oh, okay. The only thing that I care about is, one, is there ghosts in here? I think so. I, uh, maybe. <laughs> then we're going in because a maybe's good enough for me baby summer soldier i still got you by my side you're goddamn right spaceman hotep the fourth yeah i i i mean he flew here so i you know dylan crackbacker my baby brother do i have you by my side is that canon is should i make that, a note it of that? is now <laughs> yeah He's technically a year younger than me, and my dad married his mom. <laughs> and I, I followed you out of the womb, and I'll follow you into hell. Just to clarify, when I said my dad married his mom, those are the only two people that they've ever been married to. They had us both. <laughs> we grew up together. <laughs> this is my younger brother by one year. <laughs> Different last names for legal reasons. Yeah. Huge uh -huh. tax breaks. We and we look different because I got surgery to look just like Richard Gere. <laughs> yeah. so that's I don't know. Does anybody have any more questions? Well, I, I just want to establish that you, the name change was a witness protection thing, but they could only afford to protect part of the family through that. Right. For the tax so, breaks. Yeah. So so Cockhammer, unfortunately, you know, still that's still kind of up in the air. Wait, like he's like the mafia still wants him? Yes, the mafia is way after Cockhammer, for sure. Let him try. I say to no one because the the all of that context was not explained out loud. <laughs> so I was just looking off into the middle distance, and I said, "Let him try." We got go we got spirits to snatch. Let's move. As we move, we, we do have updated spirit snatcher uniforms, which are marching band uniforms. Mm -hmm. There is a stripe down the side of our pants, and if you if you zoom in really close, it is made up of spirits getting snatched. Ooh. Then we do also have those like hats with the feather, uh, with the, the little like cockatiel feather uh, mm -hmm. uh, up on top. But that is also that that's like a little bouncy um, spirit. And, and you make your way down the seashell driveway, the crushed seashell driveway. There's a Florida reference for you, baby. 
Yeah, everybody's got crushed seashell driveways. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them. I've seen them <laughs> in Florida. Hey, uh, hey, I just showed up at your uh, your house. My tires are shot <laughs> to shit. I fucking drove up here on crushed seashells. Can I get some bandages? My feet are bleeding <laughs> so badly. It does hurt to walk on them, and you walk barefoot a lot. Yeah, I didn't buy. Okay. I didn't wear shoes once until I moved to Chicago. <laughs> that checks out. Great. The driveway, because it is a mansion, is like circular. There, they can fit a lot of vehicles here, and you can see that it is full of vehicles. There are abandoned cop cars. There are, you know, whatever fucking vehicles, ice drives. I, I remember seeing a commercial where they were on horses at one point. So there are some horse skeletons that, that the Border Patrol is operating. The only good horse is a dead horse. This is information I didn't know about you before, Hotep. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Hotep. We do have a little time. We can't explore a little bit of your backstory. <laughs> if you want to go there, if you need to go there. No, I'm just I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Flex walks up to one of those horse skeletons, cracks open one of those horse ribs, uh, sucks on the end of it and goes, yeah, this horse has been dead a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I do a quick I do a quick scan, but it doesn't appear I'm not detecting any horse ghosts. Interesting. No ghosts whatsoever. If I may try something. Mm-hmm. Please. Spaceman Hotep the Fourth plays uh, Sell Out by Real Big Fish on his trombone to try mm-hmm. and bring the horse skeletons to life. Oh, wow. How do I do that? I've n- I don't <laughs> know what this game is. <laughs> well, you're holding, you're holding a necrobone, my man. All you got to do is play. There are two ways that you can handle this, Johnny. You can either roll technology because you're using your trombone, or you can roll cool, where you take an amount of dice out of your cool stat, and that just lets you do anything, but when you do take dice from it, it depletes those dice. Hmm. I'll do technology. Okay. How many How many dice do you have in technology? Two, and my highest is a three. It's not great. I get to decide your fate, but you may be given a chance to suggest a single positive, albeit minor effect. So you're pumping out this real big fish tune on this trombone. You know, part of the problem is that there's not a lot of accompanying instruments right now. You, For Sky, you really want to have that big oomph and pop. Of, of the brass so and you know and you were being cautious you were going in like testing the waters here especially because you didn't see any spiritual activity i think the problem is that i played the impression that i get by the mighty mighty boss tones so <laughs> oh yeah it's very easy to get those two confused yeah. if you're in the moment playing the song so that's on me that's on me and at that point the horse skeletons animate and they gallop towards you and push you bodily into the house and you pass the vehicles for the ghost grabbers phantom pinchers and wraith wranglers what kind of cars do they have they have a honda civic for the first one yeah 
Yeah, uh, Kia Soul for the second one. That's that's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Oh, those hamsters. Those hamsters are fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, PT Cruiser on the Wraith Wranglers. Okay, cool. They they got they got uh, they got shitty cars, but Kia Soul is funny. The hamsters dance the party rock anthem. This car rolls. <laughs> you, you say as a horse skeleton pushes you past the car at incredibly high speeds. <laughs> It smashes you through the door uh, to this mansion. I, I want to know, uh, Johnny, what is the single positive thing? I think that one of the horses drops a vial of something that will be useful later. Ooh, a vial. Okay, yeah. So yeah, that 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 like gets sort of dropped from its saddlebags in the wake of these horses. Uh, just pushing you into the mansion. You are like slid across the, the marble floor of this grand entryway. And uh, you like bump your, your, your mummy body gets bumped back against this big marble table. And you can see right next to you is a skeleton in a uniform for a ghost hunting agency. Is it just Hotep that's getting pushed in or is the entire group? It's just Hotep. I immediately flex into action and uh, sprint in after him, scooping up the vial as I pass it because uh, I watched it fall from that horse's uh, saddlebag. So I scoop up the vial as I run in. All right. What's everyone else doing? I, I climb up Mark. I, I kind of like climb and, uh, and grab onto his back. While he's doing that, I'm making a dead sprint for one of the horses, and I do kind of one of those like swing arounds where you kind of like you swing onto the horse from like from the front, you know, and and yeah, the legolas. Yes, the legolas. Yes, I do the probably 500 pound, 12 foot man does the the legolas on a horse skeleton carrying another man yeah, on exactly. his back. <laughs> yeah, and most of that height is muscle there's very little bone structure supporting it so uh, yeah it's almost all muscle yeah he's in constant pain <laughs> <laughs> well from all the scars from the fire yeah exactly so yeah you're just sort of behind these these skeletal horses it's like smashed your friend through this door and you uh, uh spaceman you you look up and you see this skeletal horse in front of you as it like dangerously sort of clops its hoof down onto the marble in front of you in a threatening way as it readies itself to charge at this point johnny I am going to have you roll for stress. You're in a stressful situation. Not only were you attacked by a skeleton, which is pretty spooky, but also you specifically hate horses. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm going to rate this at, at a three. You have to roll 3d6 and you will tell me the lowest result. Oh, yeah. This game is punishing. Ooh, that's a one. Okay, good. Uh, you can, if good. you would like. Yeah, one is good because one will bring you a total nuclear meltdown. You will just absolutely lose it for a little bit. But you have cool dice as the cool character. You have dice that you can spend to reduce these stress results, if you like, for each 
point you spend from your cool, you can take off the lowest die results from, from your roll. If you happen to have a six there, it actually gives you a point of cool back, which is an interesting thing. As, as like the kind of freaky mummy character, you have that ability. You also can activate whatever it is your supernatural abilities you have. You activate those through your cool points as well. So I'm going to choose not to use cool because my, my dice were two ones and a two. Mm, yeah, so probably a good choice. That feels like a bad idea. Yeah, so with this, you have a complete... Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> uh, you might change your mind. This says complete total nuclear meltdown. Lose cool if you have any. Lose a number of skill dice equal to the number of stress dice rolled. So this would take three cool points from you. Either way, I'm losing three cool then. Right? Well, if you uh, spent two, you would remove two of the ones, and that would just give you a two, at which point you would lose two dice from an appropriate skill. So I can either lose three cool or one cool and two dice from another skill? Yes. Okay, I'll lose one cool, and can I do one from academics and one from technology? Yes, you can. Okay, then I then I choose that. In this moment, you have a total horse freakout. I would like <laughs> to flash into this character's past. What about horses freaks them out? Where where's the origin of this stress point? So I think that in school, when I was in school, as a mummy or a human being, a mummy. I've always okay. been a mummy. Yeah. No. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> this is some good lore. So I think I grew up really rich, I think, and I went to like a school that had like an equestrian class. Mm -hmm. And I think some of the bullies tied two two ends of like my uh, mummy wraps to horses and had them run in opposite directions. So uh -huh. it spun me around really fast. It spun you oh, around no. really fast, revealing your heart boxers. It, 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 I had heart boxers and um, my little mummy thing was hanging out of the boxers. It's funny that you asked that question about your human life versus your mummy life. And the response was, I've always <laughs> been a mummy. Because if what we are to believe about what it, what it makes a human is true, when they die, they no longer are that person. To come back as a mummy, it's like, I've always been a mummy. I just wasn't born until some other asshole died, but I have always been a mummy. It's like a butterfly and a caterpillar. Yeah, it's like, I'm a butterfly. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. I am a butterfly. Walking around eating leaves sounds bad. I fly around and I eat flowers. Completely different. Seems like my reality is completely different. So yeah, you remember that scene and like at, at this point, like you are completely frazzled and I don't think you can really respond properly to the threat of this skeletal horse. What does everyone else do kind of seeing your friend in trouble? Hey heroes, it's James, your Game Master, and welcome to the mid-roll. We're gonna get things started off with something chilling for the Halloween season. Paid advertisements. This advertisement comes to us from the Spiritual Successor Podcast. 
Everyone loves a good video game, but what about cool games that should not be made? Spiritual Successor is a comedy video game design podcast where the hosts Blake and AJ take game ideas from their audience and consider what those games may look like and play like. Some of their hit titles include Metal Gear Solid, Bowling, Barbie's Eldritch Adventure, and the highly popular Adam Sandler's Dead Space Remastered. So if you've got a terrible video game idea, submit it to their Twitter, at Spiritual Suck. That's at the word spiritual, S-U-C-C. I can vaguely remember really enjoying a podcast like this and then very suddenly not enjoying a podcast like this. So there's got to be something about that concept that's good. A huge thanks to the Spiritual Successor Podcast for sponsoring our show this week. Heroes, voting is currently open for the Audioverse Awards, an annual award ceremony that celebrates audio fiction podcasts, including actual plays. And there are so many wonderful shows from the One Shot Network that are currently up for awards, including Skyjacks, Skyjacks Courier's Call, The Broadswords, and A Horror Borealis. There are also shows up from friends of the One Shot Network, including Party of One by Jeff Stormer. So if you find yourself with a little bit of spare time, please head over to audioverseawards.net and vote for your favorite one-shot shows to be recognized. Folks on this network put a lot of love and dedication into their shows, and I would dearly like to see them recognized for it. Of course, one of the reasons we have so many shows up for awards is because of you, our listeners. More specifically, those of you who have headed to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and sign up to become supporters. Our Patreon backers provide the vast majority of financial support that allows this network to function. It pays for shows like the one you're listening to right now. Money from our Patreon paid for our performers, our editor Tracy Barnett, and original music from Arnie Parrott. If you like what you're hearing now and you want to hear more shows like it, please head over to Patreon and sign up to become a supporter so we can turn that money into cool shows. Finally, before we get back to the show, I want to take a moment to remind everyone, if you are eligible, please go out and vote. Early voting is open now in the vast majority of states. If you have an opportunity to vote early in person and if that is a safe choice for you, I encourage you to please do it. If you are voting with a mail-in ballot, I recommend going in person to drop off that ballot with your local election authority. Otherwise, however you're voting, be sure you have a voting plan on how and when you intend to do it. And make sure you've researched your ballot initiatives and all local municipal candidates. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. So I burst in here and I immediately do some clapping to get the horse's attention. I whip off my drum major hat and I say, easy girl, easy girl. And I go into my horse whispering. Ooh, okay. Just so everyone knows, I'm a trained medical doctor. I'm a trained doctor of osteopathy. I have six different specialties, but also on the side, I do a little veterinarian science as well. Okay. So okay. I, I, there's there's a there's a day in medical school where they bring in a horse. We all know this day too well. So I, I immediately slip back into that. Here's how this is working. You are one of your specialties is smiling, and as <laughs> this as this is a horse skeleton, it's kind of always smiling. 
It's all teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, sorry, that, that, sorry, because isn't he uh, <laughs> ear, nose, and throat also? And you couldn't you couldn't make a connection there. Well, nope, it doesn't nope. have ears or a nose or a fucking throat, Dugan. So what do you want me to do? Yeah. I'm not a miracle worker. I can't fix a skeleton. Or that he's a doctor of bones. There's no. Nope. F- First of all, he's not a bone doctor. He what had a chance. It's, it's not bone doctor. <laughs> it's not bone doctor. God damn it. It's not. Uh, it's it's not. Top of doctor. I know that for sure. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what a bone doctor is, but it's, it's not, not that. An and also, I don't know that there are bone doctors. I think it's just like you have bones all over your body. Yeah. It's just whatever bone is closest to their specialty. As far as medicine goes, bones are just sort of assumed. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like you just they're, know. They're, they're just like you just know, like. Nobody has to. Yeah, there's bones. <laughs> no one's seen a bone. No one. No. If you've got, if you, if you have to go that far in, you've already you've fucked gone up. too far. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing is we can't prove them, but the human body seems to work better if we just assume that there are bones. Bones are the dark matter of the human body. <laughs> I had to be an eye doctor because I just couldn't handle the bones. Uh, <laughs> Osteopathy, a branch of medical practice that emphasizes the treatment of medical disorders through the manipulation and massage of the bones. <laughs> okay, massage well, of the bones? How are you getting that far in? Okay, I guess this will put this ball back in JPC's <laughs> court. Are you whispering or are you massaging this horse skeleton? I start with a whisper. As all massages do. I could end with a massage. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to calm this horse as I get close enough to it. So uh, can I can I roll a contact for this? Because this is me like using oh, my contact on the horse. Sure. And you get a bonus die because that does relate to your skill of being a medical doctor. Okay. I'm not even going to need this bonus die. Well, I absolutely did. <laughs> I, I, I rolled. <laughs> I rolled. <laughs> I rolled three ones, two twos, and one six. Wow. Yeah, I had six nine to roll there, but I got a six. I got a six. So that does get you two more franchise dice, getting you closer to solving this particular mystery. What I want to do is I want to whis- like whisper to this horse, approach it, easy girl, easy girl. And once I get close enough to the horse on this um, band uniform, they have those like shoulder, those like ropes, those like shoulder tassel mm-hmm. rope things. They have way more slack than you would think. And as I'm close enough, I like pull one of those shoulder ropes out, ring it around the horse's neck and then like jump on the horse as the reins. And now I've got like reins around the horse and I'm guiding the horse away from uh, Spaceman Hotep the fourth. This is great. So so three of us are riding horses at this point. Well, you're you're riding a 12 foot man made of muscle <laughs> and steel. Yeah. It's seal. It's seal. The entrance to this place that like with the door being crashed down really wasn't enough to get that much biomass into this place. So you actually crash through the door more, you know, sending debris everywhere, flying around Spaceman Hotep. You are now in, in this place. You get in just in time to see Flex kind of like take off down one of the hallways, like controlling this skeletal horse. You can see that Spaceman Hotep the fourth is beneath a marble table next to a skeleton of a human being in a ghost grabber's uniform. Spaceman Hotep the fourth, you want to throw that out. The whole guy? Throw that throw that out. That is garbage. 
I could just leave him here. Uh, let's let's dispose of him. Okay. That's for sure. Let's dispose of him. Let's take him to the garbage in the kitchen. Uh, Spaceman Hotep the Fourth picks him up, and there's a there's a tiny little like uh, office waste waste basket. So he just picks him up and puts him <laughs> upside down, like head first Shove in the waste in. basket. Shove him in. <laughs> you got to step on Shove him. Shove him in. He he steps on him. <laughs> all the bones fall apart, crinkle down. <laughs> yeah, they they like they 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 shatter pretty easily. They they like there's an explosion of dust. It's some bone dust, some mummy dust. I catch some of that in a jar and seal it up tight. You be careful around crystals. <laughs> you you notice after you're done stomping the skeleton into the trash can, there's something that is stuck to your mummy bandages. Well, it's probably the trash can. It's so tiny. It's it's not the trash can. It, it's something that's like just on the stuck to the underside of your foot. I will look at it later. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> I, I make a note to myself. Look at it later. I know it's there. If you haven't played with Johnny before, he's the type of person who will follow up on that sort of thing. That's that's great. Let's cut over to Flex. Flex, you are you know just getting control of this skeletal horse. What do you do? I, I've I've kind of gone down the hallway. I, I you know rear the horse back and guide it back to everyone who is gathered in this entryway, and then I you know take the reins from off the horse. I jump down, and then I when the horse is facing the wall or the other direction, I slap the horse like hard on the haunches, and the horse skeleton drives straight into the wall. It just explodes into horse bones. Yep. I catch some of that, seal it up. Great. Careful with careful with that around crystals. <laughs> That's one way to make an entrance. Now we got horse skeletons. We got ghost catcher corpses, but we don't have any ghosts. Boys, what the hell is going on here? I I swear to God, if we end up flipping this house, I I'm on board. But I don't like that. I keep ending up flipping houses. And why was the receptionist for the therapist acting like a therapist? <laughs> I've been wondering about that the whole time. I've been thinking about it. I'll be honest. I think that we do technically pay a therapist, but Donna has always been so helpful. I can't, I can't think of a time where we've ever made it past Donna. No, never needed to. Anyway, that's, what I, that's where my mind's at. It, it's almost as if that's exactly a truth that you established before that I called back to. But spaceman, you have a little you have a little thing on your on your bandages. Yeah, I'm gonna look at it later. Oh, okay. You know about yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. was over there on the horse. I was doing the horse thing. Flex. All right. We're all deciding together to look at it later. Great. Well, for now. So you see a shadowy mansion with a grand double staircase leading to a second floor. You can see a third floor above that. Around you, there are long hallways, all with marble floors that echo throughout this place. This place is very dusty and musty. There are lots of pieces of furniture that have been covered in dust covers. It looks like there are also paintings on the wall that have been covered in dust covers as well. How tacky would you say this is? Extraordinarily. I don't want to alarm you, but I think we're on the Titanic. You mean, oh, ship. <laughs> I strangle flex. 
<laughs> I, I put my I put my hands around his throat, and he's still on my back. So I'm just stand. I have to move closer. <laughs> you enable this, yes. Yeah. And you're still on a horse, so it's a good it's a good 16 feet up for me. So I'm I'm, I'm like I'm really swiping wildly at him, trying to get at his throat. I don't see this at all. I'm just uh, again, I'm just stroking my new uh, Richard Gear shaped chin and thinking about what I just said. Well, let's get this over with. If there's no ghosts, we at least need to do we need to at least give it a cursory inspection to confirm that there's no ghost. And also try to figure out why there's no ghosts, but there's so much ectoplasm. All right, spirit snatchers, classic spirit snatchers. Let's all split up and take a different room. <laughs> all right. Name a room in a mansion that that, that you... Billiard room. <laughs> Great. So Flex heads to the billiard room. <laughs> he makes a beeline to that billiard room. Indoor pool. Indoor pool. Good, good. Media room. Okay. Conservatory. <laughs> right. All also, right. I think I think the indoor pool is on the third floor in this mansion. Yes, of course. You you can see the th- the third floor because the indoor pool has a glass bottom that is above the entryway. That's tacky. Oh yeah, that's tacky as all hell. That's going to be the first thing that we renovate. We follow Crackbacker up these stairs to the third floor. I dismount and uh, and it kind of hurts my ankle to jump from that high. Yeah, you're a good 25 feet in the <laughs> yeah. air. Yeah, why don't you make an athletics roll for us? <laughs> Let's just see how that works out. What did I even give myself for athletics? A one? Good mm-hmm. thinking. Hey, after this roll, it's about to be a zero. No, sir. Oh, roll the five. five. Hell yeah. So you actually get a franchise die from that. I, uh, I get to describe it? Yes, you get to describe it. So I, uh, I, I like unhook myself. I was using Velcro and I unvelcro myself from Mark's back and I, uh, I jump down. Oh, I land without a sound and I find a $10 bill on the ground. <laughs> wow. Hot damn. Yeah. And I'd leave it there. Great. You notice that it is one of the old like 1990 10s with the small picture. 1990 10s. Do you mean 1910? No, it's 2000. 1990 is 2000. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. 1990 Oh, okay. It's 1990 right now. So, I, okay, so I see that. I see that and I go, whew, you guys heard this new musical, Hamilton? I, I've already right? left. <laughs> yeah, 2016. Yes, right? yes, okay, yes, yeah. yes, you're right. You're <laughs> correct, yeah. Yep, for sure. All right. I saw it on uh, the night of the presidential election. And I... Not Flex. Flex did not. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I saw it. Game one of the World Series. I saw Lin-Manuel Miranda's OnlyFans. <laughs> Only hams. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you sort of pass all of the decorations in this place, which are covered in dust covers. You know, it, it's clear that this place hasn't been touched in a long time, which is odd because there are so many vehicles in front of this place. So many people clearly went into this place, but there's no sign of them in here. Do we even see like footprints in the dust or any sort of disturbance in the dust? You don't. How's the pool? You get up to the third floor and the indoor pool. 
you can see that this indoor pool inside this building has been done in a natural pool style. They create an artificial pond environment and create plants that actually filter the water themselves. So you can see that there are actually like koi fish in here that, that are like maintaining the water of this pool. Mm, okay. I, uh, I I take my, my shiny shoes off and I take my Spirit Snatcher branded socks off and I, <laughs> uh, I, I, I get on the top step of the pool. So, so my feet are wet. Emerging from the water is none other than your wife and Mark Summers' daughter in a spirit... Like emerging from the water in a completely dry spirit snatcher's uniform. Oh no! What was her name? You know that it's is up one to me. thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have established that uh, witness protection was a thing that has happened to these characters before. Actually, actually, that's what I say to her. Ooh, smart, smart man. <laughs> You son of a bitch. Using that old line on me again. <laughs> That's what you said to me the night you proposed. I know. I know our history. I know everything about you. I know the things you like. I know the things that you hate. Including? Including me. Listen, you got the house. You got the dog. You got the car. You got it all. That's not what I wanted and you know it. You can't have that. But you promised me. You cannot have my eternal soul. If you are here to take my soul from me. You cannot have it. I draw the line. She walks up the stairs out of the pool towards you. So she's facing you. And I'm still in the pool. Yeah. You, like, I thought you dipped your feet in or did yeah, you I'm like. I'm standing on the top step. Yeah. So she's like on the step right beneath you. Please. No, stop. No, no. Come on. No, come on. Come on. No, no. Don't get For whiny. Me. Listen, you, I, 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 okay, okay. You can have, you can have a piece of my soul. Not, and I smash the symbols right in her face. I need you to make a technology roll. Yeah, you do. Yeah, baby. That's a six. I appreciate that you always turn your camera down to show us your dice. So you know. James Dugan is honorable. If you play <laughs> with Dugan, He's not fudging those dice one way or the other. So you get to describe the results of this. Uh, this gets you two franchise dice ever closer to solving this mystery. James, this is not my real wife. This is a ghost. Yes. Okay, great. The results would be wildly different. <laughs> so I uh, I smash the symbols. The, the like, shockwave reverberates out and it just like tears the like image of my wife off of the of the spirit and then there's just this like hideous hideous ghost standing in front of me just like well we all know what a scary ghost looks like just like <laughs> just kind of like oh you know they're like yeah, yeah. and please don't describe it because i don't want to shit my <laughs> pants on mike when we still have another two hours of recording to do <laughs> yeah yeah so so like everybody just please i'm not James. going to but you know, JPC, I'm talking about like the teeth and the black. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'm prairie dogging. <laughs> all right, that's all I'm saying. It's just like the teeth and the dripping. That's the, yes, that's yes. the thing that I'm yes. talking about. Oh, the um, dripping. 
Yeah, the dripping, like very slowly. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, I get it. Okay, okay, okay. That's all I'm saying. And kind of like sucking the, uh, no. the light out of the room. I'm done. I'm done. It's dripping, happened. It's happening. and sucking. This could have been so much easier, Crackbacker. All you had to do was volunteer your soul like the others. That's not my tune. And then I have a, a pitch pipe. And I play a, uh, I play a C. As you do that, like the spirit in front of you, like kind of starts to split, like other faces start jutting out of its sort of amorphous form. And you recognize some of them. You see the face of Dylan Snapfront. The Ghost Grabber, Dylan Clapsider, the Phantom Pincher, and Dylan Clicktopper, the Wraith Wrangler. All those Dylans are spelled differently, by the way. Someone had a lot of time because there was a full week before we recorded this episode. So he took some time to prepare. Checks out. Uh, it was not me. <laughs> Wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. I didn't even <laughs> listen to the old episode. There is a brief minute where these souls are like almost split apart from each other and they snap back together. Then a ghostly wind howls throughout the room and ethereal chains kind of wrap around you and pull you back towards the towel table on, <laughs> on the other side of the cabana. The towel table? <laughs> there is a table that has towels that have been rolled up <laughs> and stacked into a My pyramid. God. Oh, geez. Okay. And as I'm getting closer and closer, I'm just like screaming and I'm like, not the towels, not the towel table. You're uh, slammed against it. They are Egyptian cotton. Oh, uh, it's so soft. Uh, and yeah. God, I, we don't I wish... know that. We don't know that. What's the thread count? <laughs> Oh my god, if only wait, the thread count? Yeah, roll Jesus. roll for On the, the thread 800. count. 800. That's yeah. soft. That's very soft. And I knew it immediately, also, yeah. just by looking at it. You're being scraped against the, the towels. Give up your soul, crackbacker. Give up your soul. No! God, if only Spaceman Hotep was here. He loves Egyptian cotton. We cut over to the conservatory. Describe this conservatory for me, Johnny. It, remember, this place is extremely tacky. I think that it is a conservatory that only houses carnivorous plants. I think this conservatory is decorated or, or normally decorated with like pools and ponds and whatnot. They have all been drained, unlike the pool upstairs, which was somehow still being maintained. Like this place looks a lot more abandoned. A lot of these plants are dried and dead, but yeah, there are a lot of empty kind of pools around this place. Can we also say that this conservatory is uh, like five stories and you have to audition before you get into level three? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Although when I went through, you had to audition at level one. Is it level three now? It's, it was oh, both. I think you it's have to do both. So there's two. Yeah, it's, there's it, two. There's an audition at level one. There's an audition at level three. And then it, it, to get there, you have to take halls A through E. Yeah. And if anybody thinks, gosh, this is a great system, you could probably buy it. Yeah. 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 But if, you, if it's too expensive, you know, California Pizza Kitchen still on the table. 
<laughs> I'm looking to diversify my portfolio with yeah, failing it, businesses. <laughs> it's crazy because you could you could take A through E, but there is a secret tunnel, the IO tunnel, that would get you there. Oh also. yeah. If you've completed a similar mansion, that you don't yeah. have to go through hallways <laughs> A through E. I think also if you have a theater degree, you can just take two classes instead. I think it's just two steps that you need to take to get in there. Yeah. yeah. God, I fucking wish that I could waste some money right now, but I can't. I have to sit in my house with all of my money, and it's infuriating. It looks like Johnny's uh, zooming from Scrooge McDuck's vault. <laughs> I have $45 in pennies. <laughs> and yes, listeners, that is 200,000 pennies. So, yeah, you are in this conservatory, like the rest of the mansion, everything else around you. It looks kind of old and dilapidated, except for something creaking. From behind a corner, you can hear a kind of metallic whine and squeak of tires turning. As you can see in front of you, a bicycle round the corner. This bicycle has a low frame and thick tires, as well as two, like, foot stands on the front tire and back tire. Pegs? Yes. There is no handbrake either. Okay. So this is like a, a, a fixed gear beach cruiser with pegs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. It, and there's no... What was making the creaking? Is it moving on its own? It is, it is the wheels moving on their own, yeah. Hmm. I play one bar of, oh, who did it? To the Take On Me ska cover. Goldfinger. Was it? Okay, thank you. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, me first in the Gimme Gimmies? No, that was, that was Real Big Fish as well. Less than Jake. Oh, it was Real Big Fish? Yeah. It was, oh, okay. RB, yeah, it was RBF. Goldfinger did 99 Red Balloons, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. JPC, have you ever referred to them as RBF before? Yeah, absolutely. I was a huge RBF fan. It's because he refers to them so often that he can't (laughs) spend the time to just say it each time. Honestly, in the circles that I run in, if you say real big fish, people will be like, what do I got all day? (laughs) RBF, baby. Damn, same amount of syllables. The same, yep. Real Big Fish played a concert outside my college dorm once, which was kind of cool because I could just open my windows and listen to Real Big Fish. That's the fucking dream. Yeah. I think they were trying to like court someone who was in the door. <laughs> were they just they just on the quad like Melanie? <laughs> Where were you guys when you found out that RBF died? Ah, <laughs> uh, the notorious yeah. RBF. Uh, rest in power to a brass line. Let's get Trying to spook or to scare, they'll say, Don't you fucking dare. Spirit Snatchers! Cause these three tasty cakes are here to do what it takes with fucking bladders and snakes. Spirit Snatchers! They're tried and true professionals with an excellent rep. Although to the untrained eye, they could seem super inept. But if you hire the Snatchers for a modest amount, you get a doctor, a magician, and a guy who can count. Well, kind of. So if your nerves are all racked, cause you've been haunted or attacked, well, then who you gonna contact?
This episode of One Shot has music provided by Scott Buckley, used under a Creative Commons International 4.0 license. Tracks are Air, Prelude to Chemistry, Awakening, and March to Midnight. Tracks also provided by The Zombie Dandies, again used under a Creative Commons license. Track title is Lo-Fi Hero. Additional music and creative support provided by Arnie Parrott, who wrote and recorded the Spirit Snatchers theme. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online at The Other Tracy. And now, a word from our sponsors. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with more Inspectors. In the meantime, be sure to check out one of the other amazing shows on the One Shot Network. Normally, I put in one of my ad reads here, but I want to give a little shout out to All My Fantasy Children, a show that I have been catching up with over the last couple days. If you've never listened, All My Fantasy Children is a world-building, character-building, and storytelling podcast inspired by and tangentially related to tabletop games. The hosts, Aaron Catano Saez and Jeff Stormer, collaborate with their audience to tell stories from the world of fantasy, and it really captures the magic of good collaboration and world building. If you love some of the wild ideas that we take and run with on this show, I think you'll really like All My Fantasy Children. They have over 150 episodes for you to catch up with right now, so head over to your favorite podcast app and search for All My Fantasy Children and subscribe right now. I can guarantee you won't be disappointed. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week it's simple. Go vote. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. One Shot is a production of the One Shot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at paracosmpress.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.